and action. right there it is wednesday night ladies and gentlemen it's a little past eight o'clock and as always it is time for another brand new episode 100 live of the show yeah yeah let's back us up a little bit there i know joe hates being in 3d i am jeff the shark perini welcome you back to another exciting episode of our terrific program right here live hosted by Streamyard. Our man Austin Wood in the audience says, "Hey, now what's up, Austin and the Horror Night Podcast?" Make sure you hit the subscribe button, make it play, hit the notification bell button. Yep, she's on it tonight. She's right on the front of get go. Like and subscribe. <laughs> she's on it tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Jeff the Shark Perny with me as always. Looking awesome tonight. Hair teased out. Eyes glistening and a big smile on her face. She is the co-hostess with the mostest, the sister from another mister, the absolutely gorgeous and amazing, and my A number one partner in crime, Jewel Teddy. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How the hell are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. I mean fantastic. Like, like I got goosebumps, Jewel. The, the, oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. We're right. <laughs> no. 
the emails and the Facebook messages and the texts and everything are going crazy. People are hearing us through somebody else and asking to be on. PR people are blowing us up. People want to get on the Yo Show, Jewel Tady, and why the hell not? I mean, it's a place to be. Do you blame them? Absolutely not. I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. It is the place to be. We are going to pack up the rest of August, September, even into October. We're going to be packed. And we always have just tremendous guests. And speaking of tremendous guests, you see your name right down the bottom here. I'm going to take that graphic off in a moment. But let's introduce, well, let's tell you who's going to be on tonight. It is musician Bree Taylor, Canadian country singer, climbing the charts. She's got an awesome brand new song we're going to play here tonight called Burning Bridges. We're also going to play her song, Drive. We've got a uh, two-for-one or jewel. Bree Terry, you been checking it out? You digging the music? Oh, my God. She's amazing. And she has so many positive messages. I, I just I can't wait to talk to her. I hope I hope it's a long one because she has a lot to say, and people need to hear what she needs to say. Um, but her cast is so cool. Her music's amazing. So, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to her. Seems Absolutely. Like extremely hot. <laughs> yeah, she does. She seems awesome. She came... Uh, Highly recommended by one of our former guests, the lovely Susie Curry. They both yeah. performed at the Love Revolution concert. And her uh, PR woman came out and said, I got somebody for you. You're going to love her. And I think we are because the music is great. She's beautiful. Uh, she does the podcast stuff like we do. We're going to talk a little bit about that and so much more tonight. Let's not forget to thank last week's guest, a pair of absolutely beautiful, talented, fun actresses. It was Sasha K. Gordon and... Oh, I drew a blank. Marshall. Ellie Marshall. <laughs> Ellie Marshall. I keep wanting to say Amy Marshall. Ellie Marshall. Oh, my God. It's not been my day. But anyway, Ellie and uh, Sasha, thank you so much for coming on our show. Last week, the new movie, 645, the horror movie by Craig Singer, coming out soon on so many platforms near you. Check it out. Jewel, I don't know. I, there's so much going on. The Phillies lost today. The Sixers are down 10 to Boston. These, these hometown teams sucks. We need Flyers. Flyers hockey is coming on shortly as they try to put Montreal to bed. Are you watching? What are you watching, Jewel? I haven't really caught games. Um, I did catch a little of the Flyers and Phillies last week, but everything's happening so fast. There's like games every night now, so <laughs> I'm uh, falling behind quickly. There is. There's games all the time, and hats off to the NBA and the NHL still no reports of any COVID cases despite these guys playing. They're playing a quote-unquote bubble, but they've been staying healthy. And that's terrific. That, that's huge right now. That, And that's big for them. Like, they're not going out like they're being smart. So we commend you guys. <laughs> they, absolutely are, they absolutely are being smart. We do commend you. I do excuse uh, myself here a little bit for the audio. It's a little shaky. When we get back to the studio, it's all going to be smooth as silk. But for now, we appreciate you dealing with a little bit of a uh, fuzzies and temporary stops and things like that. But we're uh, we're getting it together. We still do what we can to make sure we're here with you, Jewel. Um, Brie Taylor, of course, like I said, Canadian. That brings me to our top five list because, you know, I love our top five list. And it is, watch this, graphics all night long, ladies and gentlemen, top five favorite Canadian musicians slash fans. Hey, hey. Don't worry, Joel. I didn't do all the fancy pictures and countdowns. I know you don't oh, like that. No, I just <laughs> I just highlight. So when you tune in, like, what are they talking about? Uh, what else is on? <laughs> I like it. It's just 
so you never include mine. So you think you always win every week, and it's just not the case. Well, I kind of like the surprise factor of not knowing yours. So if I knew yours ahead of time, mm. you know, I'd beat you that much more because I'd go out and revamp my list. But anyway, let's get to it. Troy usually likes when I go first. So I will go first. And as always, there's a tie at number five because I couldn't pick between these two women because, you know, I love my female artist. Uh, Avril Lavigne and Shania Twain. Tough tie there at number five for my favorite Canadian artist. But you will be happy to know that women only come up at number five. The rest are males. Wow. And, and at number four, longtime pop star Brian Adams. That guy had so many great hits, dude. I love All right. Joel Tatey, ladies and gentlemen. Brian he had Adams. He one hit wonder. He had a couple hits, right? Yeah, a lot of hits. Um, somebody, Summer 69. Yeah. Summer 69. Somebody uh, that everything I do, I do for you, for love. Uh, oh, my God. Remember Robin Hood? <laughs> yes. That's a good movie. Kevin Costner did not make the list. Number three, one of the most fun bands, a great bunch of guys. The guys that brought us the phrase chicken to China to Chinese chicken. It's none other than bare naked ladies at number three. I love those guys. I love the name of the band, although it's false advertising. Perfectly okay. Great band. Love their stuff. Number three. Number two, Jewel, Sebastian Bach, former lead singer of Skid Row. One of the awesome 80s rock dudes with the long blonde hair. And I'm he was screaming. Awesome. That was my attempt at screaming. I felt it lock up in my throat, so I stopped. Not even 10 minutes in. We both sung already. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, man, we're just we're, we're killing ourselves tonight. <laughs> Tune in next week. No, seriously. Uh, and no, number one, of course, was easy. If you're a fan of rock music and you're talking Canada, it's Rush. No doubt about it. Uh, of course, the late Neil Pert. Sorry, but Rush. Uh, number one for me, Jewel. Very easy. That was an easy list. Top five yeah. favorites. And it was different uh, as compared to when Susie Corey was on. We did uh, top five Canadian celebrities. And so that was way different. Um, but yeah, good job. Good job. Oh, speak, thank you. Speaking of which, before I you know, before we get to your list, speaking of that list, I still remember uh, my number. Well, not my number one, but it was uh, Laurence Bedard. And there she is oh, again. Thank you. Hi, Thanks Laurence. Thanks my <laughs> 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 All right, Joel Tady. Let's notice the views went up too. Everybody wants to see Laurence. Joel Tady, top yeah. five favorite Canadian musicians and or bands. Well, they're all different than yours, so that's good. At least there's variety. Um, no, number five. I, I mean, I used to go to sleep to her records in grade school. Um, she was so soothing, and that one album was just amazing. One of the best voices in the world, Miss Celine Dion. Oh, um, nice. She was my grandma's favorite. So she always reminds me of, like, her music always reminds me of my grandma. And I just, you know, I, she, if I can deny her. It's not? Oh, my mom just informed me. You can't hear me very well. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you great from where I'm at, but apparently, is your microphone on? Look at my mom checking in. Thanks, mom. Our new can you guys hear me? Our new executive producer, Mrs. Jewel Baby. I'll take this wind thing off. It should help. Is that a little clear? Uh, I think it's not terrific, but that's just me. All right, cool. Um, all right, number four, the late, great Mr. <laughs> Mr. Leonard Cohen. 
Hallelujah. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, he was just a, I mean, outrageous songwriter. Uh, Chelsea Hotel, number two. Um, my favorite is also one of his personal favorite. I mean, vice versa. He is one of her favorites. Chelsea Hotel, Lana does a great cover of it. Um, number three, one of, I, I mean, these are just amazing voices. Rufus Wainwright is like fantastic. I first heard this guy sing and it was like angels from heaven. Um, he does a great rendition of Across the Universe and his song Vibrate. I get a lot of my songs from shows, especially like HBO shows, but this show, this I found him through uh, the show Nip Talk. He did a song on there. Um, number two, one of my recent favorites. This is going to stab me in my eyeball. Probably. Hold it. Um, <laughs> the Weeknd. Yeah, I, I love the weekend. I mean, he always makes some bops and so does a lot of things with Lana. So there's a lot of circling back to Lana Del Rey. And number one, of course, set up on the woman. She's still phenomenal. Alanis Morissette. Alanis I think Morissette. that was a good enough. Yes. It's not top five. So Joel Tady, I, I don't say it often, but this tonight's a tie. Because right? you're listening. Your list is phenomenal tonight. Great list. And Leonard Cohen, terrific. Because I saw it. I'm like, you know, is that going to make my list? I'm like, uh, I don't know. And then it came out on Jules' list. Terrific. Let's rehash tonight's amazing top five, our favorite uh, Canadian musicians and bands. Although I'm anti-Canadian tonight. I watched the Flyers try to eliminate them. But anyway, I came out with the tie number five, Avril Lavigne and Shania Twain. Number four, Brian Adams. Number three, the Bear Naked Ladies. Number two, The Amazing Sebastian Bach. And number one, of course, Rush, Jewel Tady. An incredible list tonight. Celine Dion at number five. The incomparable Leonard Cohen at number four. Terrific. Number three, Rufus Wainwright. Jewel nailing it tonight. Number two, The Weeknd. Fantastic. Number one, of course, both our number ones. Both of our number ones for us, pretty simple. Alanis Morissette. No doubt about it. Great list. Our Canadian... Up north. And it's already one nothing in Montreal. Not even three minutes in yet, and the Flyers trail one to nothing. Hopefully, it's not shades of what happened in game two, where they got caught totally flat footed. But, you know, it's going to happen. It's early yet. It's early. It's early. They're up three games and one. Let's try to relax. All right, Drew, let's get to music. Let's do it now. Let's get music on. Sounds good. Tonight's guest is the wonderful Canadian musician Bree Taylor. Hot new song is called Burning Bridges. And if you look down below at the scroll, you can find that on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, all major music streaming apps. And we got a free right here tonight on the Yo Show as well, right here on YouTube. We're going to play it with direct link. Tonight's guest, Bree Taylor. The song is called Burning Bridges. I am going to do a little bit of uh, computer graphic artwork there. Terrific. And then we will share that right here on the OSHA. We'll be back in a few minutes, folks. Enjoy Burning Bridges by Bree Taylor. <laughs> Talk is cheap, and words don't mean that much. 
people got the faces I threw the lame excuses I don't believe in that So I keep turning pages You can't stop the world from the way it's turning So how Tonight's very special guest, Bree Taylor, and the song is Bridges Burning. Jewel, I like it. That's going to go on my Apple playlist. I enjoy it. Fun. I love it. It's good. End of the summer. Got some burning bridges to do myself. Yeah, I hear you. We're all burning little bridges. Getting ready to burn some masks and bridges. Yeah. Uh, great stuff there. Real uh, nice, upbeat, good groove, nice rocking slash country type song. Bree is just one of the very many female artists making their way now. We're excited for it. We've had some great ones on here. We'll continue to have more coming up. And Bree will be with us in about 10 minutes. We can't wait for that. A um, little bit of a sad note real quick as we talk about um, other things, a couple topics. Uh, one of my all-time favorite 
hockey players and former Philadelphia Flyer Dale Horachuk passed away the other day at the age of 57. Dale was battling cancer, a tremendous hockey player, multiple 100-point scorer. Like I said, brief stay here in Philadelphia with the Flyers. Uh, so we uh, sent out our condolences to the family and surviving members and friends. Dale Horachuk, 57 years old, one of the true greats, Jewel Tatey going back um, for my love of hockey, just guys like that. Uh, another Canadian-born guy speaking of Canadians, so he will surely be missed. Oh, that's so sad. He's so young. It's just ugh. very young. Great guy. Very classy, from what you hear uh, from people close to hockey and close to Dale. I said a brief stay here. Terrific guy. We really liked him. I liked having him here. Uh, one of my favorite all-time hockey players. Tough. Fifty-seven years young. Makes me feel old, Jewel. Does it? I I feel old all the time anymore. And you're a baby. We're going to get to be my age. Good. I'm not that young. <laughs> you know how I know I'm not that young? I heard my dad say, well, she's not that young. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Dad. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> I ain't no spring chicken. What else makes you feel old, Jeff? The fact that... uh, <laughs> You know what else makes you feel old? This gigantic skunk streak here in my beard. This gigantic gray streak right here. Huge. I just got this thing trimmed and it's like shaggy again. It's a mess. Whatever. It's just like guys get better looking as they age. <laughs> and it's like frowned upon that women age. So we have to like, you know, inject ourselves and use creams and whatnot. And you guys are like, oh, I'm gray. Here's my wrinkles. Folks, it's, it's, it looks distinguished. It has taken me 113 episodes for Jewel Tatey to even remotely tell me I'm attractive. <laughs> My heart is gushing right now. Guys. This might be the latest episode. I want to go out on a high note. Oh, geez. You're a doll. We love you. Um, something very special. I didn't put a graphic up. I'm like ashamed of myself. I'm so hyped with graphics, but I did not put a graphic up. But I want to send out a congratulations to Mike Perini and his brand new wife, Mindy Perini. They got married this past Sunday. Congratulations. And a terrific event. Uh, 25 people. We kept it COVID smart. Didn't go crazy. We had um, the ceremony um, in Huntington Valley, and we dined at a restaurant, uh, La Strada. They always do a great job, La Strada. Food is excellent. Service is always terrific. Um, just a great time. Uh, I had to deal more salad. The wife had lobster ravioli. I had some Ooh. meatballs. We, we drank some beers, and we celebrated. Just great. Mike and Mindy were um, high school sweethearts. Oh. And then went their separate ways. Married other people, did other things with other people. She moved out to California. Years go by. Things happen. As it sounds, Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. She yeah. comes back to PA. They reconnect. Boom. Married. Sometimes those are the best stories. And, you know, absence makes the harker fonder. <laughs> I, I agree. It's you never know what you got until it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you got till it's gone. Man, I'm telling you, my voice sucks. I should not be singing. Whew. Should not be singing. I think we should sing every episode. People will love that. <laughs> I was going to save this for like one of the many man cave uh, finds. I'm going to show people right now. This was the gift that they gave out. Jewel, these are awesome. These are glass coasters with Aww. the L, V, and E on them. Of course, I got a four-pack. Cassie got a four-pack. So one's going to stay in the man cave slash bar. One, of course, will go upstairs. Gorgeous. Nice, heavy. I love these. They're awesome. I just love them. 
I love coasters and I love the love sign because obviously that's from our city. So we love that symbol and, and that statue. I have that love thing in, in my kitchen because I cook with love. You know what I mean? You need, you need some love, but I, I love, I'm a sucker for coasters too. That's very cool. Thank you. I agree. Uh, I'm a sucker for love and cool merchandise. Speaking of cooking, Jewel Tady, I cooked tonight. I like to cook. I don't mind. And tonight I made something that I made once before, and it's my own little creation. Otherwise, I just made the dish my way. You're familiar with Bang Bang Shrimp, correct? Um, no. Does that just mean hot? Well, right. It's like a Bang Bang sauce, which is uh, it starts out like a cool sweetness, and at the end gives it just a little kick. So it's kind of like a dual-flavored sauce. But tonight I made Bang Bang Chicken and Shrimp with spaghetti. And I mix it all in, and it's phenomenal. It was so good. Mmm, it does sound good. I made these great fajitas. What was that? Oh, was I that love last fajitas. week? Yeah, I've been cooking my butt off. I mean, what else are we gonna do? I <laughs> know, oh, right? I love fajitas, but um, I'm telling you, it's you know, I know you got your brand new setup, but telling you, man, if you live back around the corner again, you can come over for dinner like every night. There's a ton left in the refrigerator. A ton. Oh, man. It's only two of us, you know, but That's I... Good voice. <laughs> I, I cook Italian style, so I make dinner for eight, and uh, the two of us eat, and she's kind of a late eater anyway, and so there's, you know, there's lunch for tomorrow. Sounds delicious. It was. <laughs> right now, she's a CrossFit burning off the calories. She's a little beast. She's a beast with that CrossFit. That's awesome. Hey, I, I think working out is the best therapy for right now. Like if you're feeling down, feeling shitty, feeling locked down, uh, go work out. It'll you'll feel a thousand times better. I agree. Or at nighttime, like Wednesday nights, eight o'clock, tune into the Yo Show. Right, that too. <laughs> look at look at my face and you'll be like, I gotta work out. I'm looking like this guy. And then you look at Jewel, like I gotta start working out. I'm gonna get a date with this chick. See, we got, we have all your answers right here every Wednesday night. I got an itch on my back that is driving me I just nuts. Have one too. What the hell? Tell you, man. It's like um, pains. right. It's gonna say we got that that twin thing going. Like I heard yeah. you heard. Joe, I got my St. Records T-shirt on the night. Nice. And I love every time I do a video or I do a show or anything of that nature when I wear the St. Records. The guys always come out with the thumbs. Tom. Kenny and John, sometimes Eric. Eric's a busy man. Anthony, yeah. Anthony's now on my page. Yeah, Dude, I sick. like when Eric comments. It's funny. I know. I like. <laughs> I like talking with Eric. He, uh, when we did the the marathon show, he was like our our first guest. He's just so like laid back. Oh my god, he saved us. He was a perfect morning like morning talk with the coffee. <laughs> talk with Eric. He was. Oh. He. Oh. Do we do it? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Light, light show. Raven here. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man, Evan Horn chiming in telling me the Sixers suck. Dude, Evan Horn, I love you, man. You know, I love you to death. I've known you multiple, multiple, multiple years. But if you think telling me the Sixers suck is something new, crazy. Fire Brett uh Brown at season's end. Let's get this team. There's too much talent on this team to be this bad. They're losing by 17, Jewel. They came out to a 14-point lead, came out flying. They're now down by 17. That is a 31-point swing. This team sucks. Wow. That's crazy. 
And, and let's look, you know, let's look at the typical what's been killing them. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's the same thing that killed them in game one. Jason Tatum, 20 points. Kemba Walker, 20 points. Like, is nobody, Joel Embiid has 30 points, nine rebounds, and there's no help. Fire Brett Brown is right in horn. Fire Brett Brown. Get rid of Al Horford, indeed. Dump half this team. They suck. They've had it. Get rid of Harris, indeed, too. All right, let's go from things that suck to things that are awesome, and that is our very special guest tonight. The reason why we're here, we played her song earlier, Burning Bridges. Now let's talk to her about many other great things. From Canada, beautiful and lovely songstress Bree Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Hi. I'm excited. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. We're very excited as well. We're happy to have you here. So glad that, uh, so glad that we got reached out to to contact you and have you on because we're very excited. Yeah. We played uh, we played Burning Bridges. I got to tell you. Let me say this the right way. I'm not the biggest country guy, but I love that song. And it's already on my Apple playlist. It's on there. Aw, thank you so much. I'm like so excited about it. I really love the vibe. It's so much fun. And that's what I really wanted to release was something fun and, and positive, especially with what's going on in the world right now. We really need that. Absolutely. And fun is the key word because it is fun. It's a yeah. it's a good beat. Like Jewel says, perfect, like late summer kind of music. We absolutely Ooh. love that. Um, and let's ask you right off the bat. Let's get right to questions. Let's ask sure. you about the making of Burning Bridges and what it's all about and, and how you went about creating. So much fun. Um, it was a really cool writing session. So I collaborated with um, my producer and one of my co-writers, Murray Daigle, who brought in Donnie Anderson, who is an incredibly talented man and songwriter. Um, we just, him and I connected so well with each other and um, he just understood me. Like it was really cool as a songwriter to get into a room with someone who just gets you on a soul level. And what I really stand for, he stands for. And what we, what I was telling him, I, I, I had a very clear vision on what I wanted this song to be. I knew that I wanted production wise it to be fun, upbeat and anthemic feeling. But then lyrically, I really wanted to kind of talk and play with the words of like the, the whole concept of karma because I really truly believe in karma and what goes around comes around and that what you put out there, you get back energetically in the universe. And I truly believe everything happens for a reason, but I wanted it to be in a very positive way. I didn't want it to be like a negative karma, like an F you kind of thing. Like I wanted it to be like, you know what, let's burn the bridges but like in a positive way where we can make like a positive come from this. I'm sorry. My dog is like trying to play with a squeaky toy. I anyways. Yeah. So um, I really, so that's why with burning bridges, I was like, like we came up with that song title and I was like, I really love that. And like we, we writing it together. We kind of just were like, I wanted to put in like concepts of karma and like that whole kind of idea, but I wanted it to be fun and I want to be something that people can chant to because I'm a very resilient person and I've been through a lot of negative stuff in my life, but I've never let anything hold me back and keep me down. I always rise above and I always keep going no matter what life throws at me. And I know that that's something that's a big message that a lot of people need to hear, especially if you're struggling. So I wanted it to kind of be that positive vibe where, you know what, no matter what life throws at us, we've got this, we can burn the bridges of the past move forward into a positive future and you know sometimes you got to let go of the past and and negative things that happen and and try to be more positive and and pave a new new future for yourself yes. excellent i think yeah. we really need that right now and you you have such positive messages and I, I mean i love it um 
are you, you how, how are you doing during this time during lockdown and um i also wanted to ask if the if the songs are like are they from true experiences like is that where you get most of your songwriting like like song like cry yeah so um cry i didn't i actually wasn't involved in the writing process of cry that was a song that i was gifted by a couple of really talented songwriters but i connected with it on a soul level because the messaging behind it is something that really resonated with me um writing though i definitely do try to pull from really authentic experiences uh burning bridges was definitely an authentic uh song that's very true to me and my essence and messaging of what I preach and practice in my own life. Um, Cry is like a song that like I just, I'm very open about my journey with mental health and I'm an advocate for mental health. I'm somebody that like really speaks up about it because I think that it's not talked about enough. I know we've gotten a lot better in the last couple of years, um, but I wanted a song that I could kind of have be something for someone to let them know that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and it's okay to break down because especially in this world right now where we're all going through it's it's tough times like I was actually just on the phone with my manager and I was just telling her I'm like I'm having a little bit of anxiety today and it's just like I was just doing another interview before this and I was like struggling to get through it but you know what we've got to keep going and that's where I, I pull from my strength because no matter what I'm going through I don't let anything hold me back because these are incredible opportunities to be able to come on here and talk to you guys and and there are they are positive things but we have to we can't let those other things hold us back but sometimes you know it's okay to break down so if I gotta cry later I'll cry later <laughs> I'm so happy about that because I literally had the worst two days ever um, and but I'm, I, I just get so excited for Wednesday nights and to talk to our, our great guests and I knew you were gonna come in with like this positive energy so I just want to thank you thank you so much Oh, thank you. That's so amazing. I love hearing that. And that's what I want to be like, I, despite whatever I go through, I always try to talk to my audience of whoever on a show, my fans online or whoever I'm talking with. Like I want people to take positive things away from it and I want people to feel inspired and I want them to feel positive because even though, but I also, I'm honest, I'm transparent. Like I'm a human, just like everybody else. I go through things. I struggle. So I, you know, that's, that's what I want people always to feel. I, I want to give positive energy always. That's awesome. Uh, we got a little uh, got a little shout out here. JP claims oh, to be I jump claims to be your number one fan, and I love that. He he's he's um, a diehard. Yeah, that's awesome. We love that very much. He reached out to me earlier today, and that's just terrific. When people yeah. get that excited to watch, and honestly, I don't know if you've seen some of our past programs getting ready. This is the one show you have to be nervous for because we're just two goofballs out laughing, having a good time. We drink a couple of beers. It's laid back. We want the real you, like your dog's yeah. here. My dog's over there, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. All about being, it's about being ourselves. There's, there's no fake personas. Well, um, I'll show you her if you want. She's right there. Aww. Little one. Hi. Like, likes to make a little appearance. She's calmed down, though, so she's not as playful right now. Very cute. My little one was waiting at the side steps watching daddy perform then mommy came home and now he's upstairs he's got no time for me now. <laughs> um let's get back to something and um canadian music and the country scene in canada uh we had Susie curry on a few weeks ago i know you're familiar with her yes you're coming out now just some great country music in canada what is the country vibe out there are people engulfed in it like they are out here it does it different from america what's the scene out there 
I feel like the scene is really, really popular and there are some really big diehard fans in country. Um, I know that, um, yes, yeah, Susie and I actually, Susie was on the interview with us. We have a Harmonia Festival coming up. That's a, a drive-in festival in Milton, Ontario okay. on uh, Saturday, August 29th. So she'll be opening, uh, one of the opening artists and um, I'm on the lineup as well. And so it was a whole group of us girls doing a group interview. And uh, yeah, I love Susie. She's amazing. But um <laughs> Country here is really great, honestly. Um, I I do have so many fans though in the U.S. Though, like it's incredible. I can't wait to get out there to do some shows because, like, the U.S. country fans are like massive diehards. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, and I get messages all the time for like I, all over the U.S. And I just like I wish I could go to all these places. Like, I just want to meet all these people and and do shows and and uh, it's it's awesome to have support from the U.S. Because like you know the U.S. is like you know you guys make people who they are in, in, in the industry for music. So to have you guys supporting is, is incredible. Um, I mean, I do, I think the scene's probably similar. I haven't actually been to like any festivals in the U S but I've been to Nashville a couple times, of course. Um, most people, country people just kind of can say they've been there. And I feel like it's very, like a very supportive, very loving community of people. Yeah. Nashville's crazy. I went last summer and it's just that wall of sound. You go down the yeah. street. I wasn't prepared for that much music, but it is Music City. Um, it is. <laughs> so how how are you? Have you done? Um, I know you're doing the virtual thing right now, and you just did a show. But what do you think of the drive-in concerts? Like how? Yeah. It's been really cool. So Susie did the Love Revolution Festival that yes. she put on and was so amazing to be a part of that. And she did such an incredible job. I'm so proud of her. Um, and yeah, it's I, that this next one is probably going to be similar kind of vibe, but it's really cool. It's interesting. It's way better than digital. I do not like virtual shows. It's not the same. <laughs> It's just, we want to connect with our audience as artists yeah. and musicians. Like we want, we, we vibe off of that. That's where we, we feed off that energy and to be able to interact. And I know I've had a couple fans. I did one show locally in Oakville at the Moonshine Cafe. They were doing um, a live stream from inside the venue to outside to the live patio. And okay. I had a couple fans reach out and say they didn't like that format because oh. they just didn't feel they could connect with us in the same way. And I agree because we're singing to an empty room. So there's no one there, but we know that people are obviously watching us online. It's different because you can kind of watch the comments and interact, yeah. but it's still very, very different. And it's great that we have digital stuff that we can connect with people still and we can still do that. I also find though, like we really can't make money, especially as independent artists, when we have to pay players and stuff to back us um, doing virtual stuff. Like no one, everyone wants everything for free, unfortunately these days. And yeah. we're independent artists and we're all struggling. So every, I know everyone's hurting right now, but it's uh, it's tough to, to, to do that for, for no costs and, and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where it's, it gets tough, but the drive-in festivals are super cool. I'm really excited for next weekend. Amazing. I, I, I can't like really picture it. Like I just, I, I just feel like if I was in the car, I want to get closer to the stage. I'd be like, right. another one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did get out of their cars and like got closer to the stage when oh. when when I went on. I did, I did, and at one point, I actually got into the crowd and I, I walked in. We were just talking about this. I walked in. <laughs> I had a wireless mic, and there was um a Mustang that was a yellow Mustang. It wasn't a convertible, but it looked really similar to the one in my music video drive. Yeah. And so I'd asked um, Brian, he was actually one of the artists on the bill. And I asked him ahead of time, I was like, can I like go dance around your car? And he's like, sure, go do it. Oh so I, it was like a planned thing. My videographer was there filming it as well. So he's like, yeah, that will look great on camera. Do it. So I jumped into the crowd 
and walked over to the car and started dancing around the, the car for the song drive, which was, which was perfect. And it was a lot of fun, but yeah, I mean, of course people were still keeping their distance from one another, but they definitely kind of gravitated more towards the stage. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun and it's similar. Like if you're at like a drive-in movie theater, where you're in your car, but you can also kind of get out, sit outside and set up like tent or like, you know, chairs and all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, I would like to get it. I would like to try that out. We, uh, honestly, we kind of gave up on that asking uh, guests to try and perform from their home for us. We had a couple do it. Yeah. And honestly, like usually we have a studio with high tech. We're not that high tech. Yeah. We're now computer from home. And I don't want to do your, your music or anybody else's any misjustice. So we don't ask for that. So I understand what you're talking about. So we played the recordings and like I said, yours is excellent. We have drive coming up later on. Uh, after you leave us, we're going to play that as well for the fans. Um, as a whole, females in music are just getting to be bigger and bigger. A lot of female solo artists, female front bands. Yeah. Um, give us some advice for the young aspiring female artists, what is the route? How do you go get it? Is that all it's about? Yeah. Give us some advice. That's a big question. And it's something like Harmonia Fest. My friend, Nicole Ray, she's a country artist. She created it because a lot of festivals and a lot of shows, even the country industry in, in, in as a whole, it's male dominated and there's not a lot of successful women at the top. And that is a problem that we're trying to create kind of a make our own solution. We're trying to break down the doors and just be like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to do what we're going to do our own festival because you know, if we're not going to get put on bills, like there's so many talented female artists, like you're saying, like there's so much female talent, but we're not getting the recognition that we deserve. And we're not, getting put on these bills because the men are just, I, I guess, easier. And I've, I've been trying to really delve into this and I, uh, partly everyone says, Oh, because the female fans just want to listen to the men because, Ooh, like they're good looking or they're singing about like a romance song or something. And I'm just like, but I, I go back to my childhood and as a female, I've pretty much 98% of what I've always listened to since I was a little kid has been females. So I was, I don't really understand why there aren't more women supporting women, like even listeners and fans of a female artist, because I personally relate more to a female in their, their, their music, because I'm like, okay, like I'm going through something similar. Whereas a man, I can like a male song. It's like, great. I can appreciate they sound good. And, but no, I don't always really connect with what they're singing about. So I don't really get the disconnect that's happening in the industry but um, for females getting into it, it's it's really hard. It's it's hard to be a female in in music industry in general, but especially in country where it's getting better. But I feel like my advice would be just you really got to work hard. You've got to be 100% dedicated because the blood, sweat and tears that goes into everything behind the scenes like is insane. And we work really, really hard. And we were even just talking about it this evening that men have it so easy. They just put a t-shirt and a baseball cap and get on stage. We got to do hair. We got to do makeup. We got to look good. Like we, there's so many more factors. Like I was talking about how when I filmed music video for Drive, I was in the desert in like huge, like crazy heat in the middle of the summer in California. Yeah. Like I was melting. And I gotta say, not to cut you off, Jewel, but you know, the, the topic just has me on so many levels. Um, we do it here on the show too. And I feel kind of bad. Jewel, last week I told the audience I messaged Jewel around six o'clock. 
And she's like, this, that, the other thing, I got to get ready. All that time to put on the makeup and the hair. And she looks amazing. Me, I pretty much lay on the couch and then I wake up, I slap on a t-shirt. There you and go. here I am, beer drinking and I'm ready to go. I'm also getting dinner on the table and doing that, coming home from work and then doing a full face of makeup. Like, so. I was going to say though, that like the country, the country uh, music hall of fame, it, it's, it, it's got halls dedicated to just the outfits of the females mostly. Yeah. And the insane female, like Casey Musgraves, like all of her different outfits. I was like, wow. It, it's like, yeah, you know, a, a, crazy plethora of clothing and then you see like johnny cash and it's just like his guitar or something it is it's true because there's so much art that goes into women like styling is a whole thing like accessorizing having specific outfits looking a certain way for a stage or for a release or for a photo shoot guys are so they have it so easy like in general i know men are like that they walk out of the house to go to work they shower they're done like (laughs) it's it is But because of that, I feel like we deserve more recognition because of how much we work towards what we do and putting ourselves on a stage. And there's so many, so many talented women, especially in Canadian country. And I'm so privileged to be a part of the Harmonia Festival. It's the first one that that Nicole's putting together. And there's so many amazing, talented women that are going to be on the stage. And there's just, there's so much female talent. And there, there needs to be some shifting going on in this industry. So hopefully we can kind of collectively as women make that movement and make that happen. Um, I feel like it's a great time to be a woman because of that, because there's going to be those changes. It has to, has to happen. I mean, it's 2020. What the heck is going on? Why can't we have equality for women and men still in, in, in all platforms, not just in a basic workforce, you know, like also like there's so many industries that just don't have enough women yet. Yeah. That's like a a Canadian country Lilith fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, awesome. American country is a little bit better. I've noticed there are more more females at the top there, but we really don't have that many top females in Canada. So it's it's a big thing. But I know in general too, just overall, country needs more women up there. Like you know, Shania and Dolly Parton, like all these women worked hard for all of the rest of us females. So we're working hard to hopefully pave the way for the next generation of female artists. And uh, I just, my, my advice to them would just be to really work hard and really love what you do from every aspect. Cause we've got to do everything from like publicity to, you know, photo shoots, music videos. Like you got to love it all. You can't hate parts of it. Cause it's going to be your life. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And um, yeah. what I would touch on here when, when I took over this show, it used to be me and another male and everybody thinks it's the same direction. Oh, Perini's got a podcast. It's got to be about sports and skies. But that's not what it's about. And I said, you know what? When I took over, I wanted a female. I think it's nice to do male-female. Have yeah. a female voice be heard and a female side be heard. And it makes for a nice mix. On the topic, while we're talking about it, you also do a podcast. Tell us about it. Tell us about your experiences. It seems like you really lay it out there, which is awesome. Tell us a little yeah. something about your podcast project. Yeah, so I it's called Unapologetically Brie. And it's I started it mostly for myself because actually my dad and I, we butt heads quite a bit. We're very similar. But I had like I went through like a lot of dating woes and 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 ups and downs and I got so frustrated and I was just like, men are so effed up. Like there's so many <laughs> guys that just play you, or especially as an artist, like a lot of guys just want to be like, I I her like you know what I yeah, mean I got you. yeah you could say it here <laughs> okay I was like I think feel like you guys are pretty chill like that I was like yeah, oh, yeah, just, like, 
you you deal with a lot of that and i he got mad at me for putting a status on facebook and he was like you got to you're gonna, you're going to offend people and you know there's a lot of men in the industry i was like whoa 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 and i was like no one's going to tell me what to say or how to say it i am authentically i've just gone i've gone through a, a huge journey in my life of the last few years of really finding myself like i was really i was bullied really badly all through school i was always felt like i was muzzled i felt like i was told to do this, do that, say this, say that, be politically correct. Well, I don't want to be politically correct anymore because I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about and I believe in what I believe in and I'm going to speak up for that. And I think that's more people need to do that. And so as I've come into that within myself, I was like, I want to really find a way to express that. And I've been doing YouTube videos on and off since I was about 16. It's just more work though. Like, you know, we got to put the hair and makeup, we got to film, we got to edit. So podcasting was like super simple because it's like just audio. I don't know. I, I can be in my pajamas, right? So <laughs> I, I decided to just kind of create this. Right. And then I was like, you know what? It's more fun when I have other people on and you can kind of chat with other guests. Right. And so then I turned it into more of like an interview format where I had my friends come on and they can come on and be unapologetically themselves. And then I had people reaching out to me that were from other provinces across Canada and even some people in the US that wanted to connect and, and do that. So I thought that was amazing. And it's just kind of grown into that. It's hard because of course I'm promoting a new single right now and we just shot the music video for burning bridges. And there's a lot of, the, I'm juggling a lot. So I'm trying to like do it all. And I have all my side hustles and I got to make money and, and do what I'm doing. But I, I try to stay as dedicated as possible to the podcast. I know it's been a little while since I put an episode out, but I try to have a new one out every Wednesday and I do have a bunch banked. It's just time to sit down and edit them and get them out there. Excellent. Yeah. And, yeah. and you hit on like so many, like hard hitting topics, like your own <laughs> issues and you really put them out there. And I, I mean, I know people appreciate them like, like I do, because you just, you know what, what it is to be in that situation yeah. um, between, uh, you know, your deafness and, um, and, and the makeup episode. I also loved because Thanks. that, um, you know, it's something that we do as females and we don't think about every day. It's just like, you know, it's, it's assumed that, that it's going to happen. And when we don't, like when I, when I, when I go to my job, my day job, my boss is like, Oh man, you, you look so different. I'm like, yeah, well on the show, I have like a pound of makeup on. So it's, it's a little different, but uh, how, how I'm sure that uh, you've got some reach out about that because it's just such positive messages. Um, but what has been, probably your favorite story of like you helping someone through your messages? Who, I mean, I think mostly it would be on more of like probably the mental health like area where I've done videos and I've been very open on all my platforms about my struggles with anxiety and depression and, and how I've, I, and I do really, I have a plan to do some YouTube videos, like a mini series on like using some of the therapy tools that I've been blessed to have um, been given throughout my, my experience with having an incredible therapist that I've had. She just retired this year back in April actually, but I had about four years with her. Then she just taught me so many amazing things on how to handle my emotions and work through a lot of things. And I would love to be able to give back so I want to kind of teach people through what I've learned. But um, I've had some messages that I get sent about people just saying, thank you for sharing your story, especially when Cry came out, my single Cry, um, because the messaging is very much about mental health and it's okay to not be okay sometimes. A lot of people that just said, you know, like this got me through something. This is my favorite song. This makes me feel like I can be okay and I can accept myself and in, in what I'm battling. And I've actually even had some people that have reached out from some of my past YouTube videos that have said, you know, I'm battling this kind of depression or I'm going through self-harm 
thoughts. And, and I try my best, like, obviously I'm not licensed and qualified to like be a therapist to anybody and help them and be responsible to that level. But just the fact that like my music can do that for someone and help them or being open about my story can help them. And I've been really passionate about motivational speaking. It's been something I've wanted to get into for a while now. And I was planning to get into it before COVID hit. So hopefully in the future, it's something I can explore. But um, I feel like sharing your story and your struggles is such a blessing nowadays, because you can and that's I feel like because growing up, I connected with people who were raw and open and honest in that way. And to know someone's sim- going through something similar really gives you a, a sense of calmness to be like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah. Um, recently, a, a personal friend of mine uh, reached out to me and told me that he got a mental health diagnosis and he knew that I was going through similar things. So he was like, you know what? I want, can I talk to you about this? And I'm like, of course you can. I'm always here and I understand better than anybody. And I'm always someone that, that you can kind of connect with in that way. Sorry, my dog is snuggling right up next to me. Okay. She's moving the, the computer. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love that even with like, with the no makeup video where I kind of went through a period of time where I was like, why do I put so much effort into doing my makeup every day? I was working a 45 hour week day job. I don't work there. I haven't worked there in over a year and almost two years now. But at the time I was like, why, why, what's the point? I love my naked face. I don't need makeup to like feel beautiful and look beautiful. And I, I love and admire people that can do that. So I had a lot of women go, you know, thank you. Like, this is amazing. I also feel this way. Cause you know, we feel that pressure, especially as an, as an artist and an entertainer, I've, I put makeup on on stage, but when I'm at home, 98% of the time, I don't have makeup on. <laughs> Yeah, there's like stage makeup (laughs) every day. With the lashes and the whole thing, (laughs) shoots and videos, of course, there's it's it's definitely different and i'm my own hair and makeup artist as well so i i kind of do all i do it all (laughs) sometimes um you know to touch on a little bit what you said sometimes it's not about the professional voice but the common person saying hey i got these problems and somebody else will look and say well it's like you said it's not just me somebody else has it you listen and you you grow together instead of worrying about the professional who's getting paid or sits back and just "Mm -hmm," and uh haunts you to death right it's great work that you're doing and it's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Uh, And you got a platform through music as well to send messages. uh, What's coming up in the future? I know you got some shows to do Um, with the COVID. You got a lot of creativity, a lot more stuff coming out. What, What can we look forward to in the very near future? Well, like I was saying, we just finished the music video for Burning Bridges. So that's the next project in the works right now. So that just wrapped actually yesterday. And we did three days of filming of three different types of scenes for it. And I'm really excited to see how that's going to come out. Um, So that's going to be the next thing that I'm going to be releasing. I do have my EP finished and I wanted to be releasing it, but I just made a decision that until the world comes back to more of a normal, I don't want to be releasing that anytime soon, even though it's done and there I just I had a very specific release plan in mind of how I wanted to do things and the social distancing is not working for me I just don't like it I don't like the masks I don't like any of it I am very vocal about my opinions on that whole thing and the the, I guess I mean controversy of this pandemic I'll call it and I'll leave it there but um, I just don't agree with this whole thing. I don't like, I don't want to live in a world like this. So whenever this is done and we move forward into a positive life where we can all actually connect with one another, because I 
that's that's what we're humans we're meant to connect with each other we're meant to right. be around one another like this is like we're we're social beings it's crazy um so yeah so i i will probably hopefully in the next several months like i'm hoping 2021 i can release that ep and um in the fall i'm probably just gonna see what happens in the next few months with with the world and and kind of go from there excellent yeah and have you, um, what have you been doing like during lockdown? Have you um, had a creative strike? Like, how have you been <laughs> handling um, everything? It's been tough. I mean, not working. I mean, we, I still been working on the music stuff and then I've been doing the podcast. The podcast revival was kind of a, a big focus early on of the quarantine because I'm like, okay, well, this is something I can do on Zoom. I can do interviews and record them that way. So that was really good and kept me busy and productive. I did a weekly live stream of the Unapologetically Brie on my main Instagram account as well, that it was every Thursday night. But then as things have now opened up and gotten busier with me kind of releasing Burning Bridges and when all that came to be I kind of had to put that on hold a little bit as well um so that kind of that was good at the time I mean I was definitely doing a lot of Netflix watching there's a lot of shows I was getting back into and catching up on I think we were all doing that I got into cooking a lot more um I tried doing home workouts but I just I recently just restarted my gym membership because they've opened up things right now and I'm like I can't get motivated to work out at home the same way I do getting excited to go to the gym yeah. <laughs> yeah well gyms here require you to wear a ma- do you have to wear a mask there because you do here <laughs> mine is a private gym so they don't okay. require us to wear a mask at that one that was a big concern of mine I, otherwise i wasn't going back because how can you work out and get oxygen to yourself with a mask on like right. I, I would i would pass out no, I would too. And honestly, it gives me anxiety. It triggers my anxiety. Um, I do have to wear a mask. I serve part-time as well. So I've just slowly started. We're not busy at all. It's terrible. Um, I mean, I don't get to even see my coworkers. We're basically on shifts alone because there's not enough people coming wow. into the restaurant. Yeah. But I do have to wear a mask for that. And that's an, bad enough for me, in my opinion. Mm. But it's like you're sweating in it. And it's not a good time. No, no. not at all. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> But my, yeah, my gym's good. So that was like fingers crossed. And he was, he's like, cause it's private. They're a very small gym. They don't have a lot of members to begin with. I mean, obviously it's shrunk since COVID and the reopening of everything. He's not got the same numbers, but for me, I'm like, you know what? I, I, that might be good. Go in there, do my thing. Don't have to fight over equipment. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like empty, but everyone's just hurting. So it's, so weird it is yeah because he we him the gym owner and i were talking today and i was saying you know i'm hurting because my my restaurant's not busy he's hurting his gym's not busy like but you know uh, hopefully that's why i'm saying like this this is not a good feasible like way that the the economy can can run in the u.s in canada anywhere so it we're all hurting all around the world and this is just not okay and that's why i feel like we need to get back to a way that people are not scared to leave their homes like i see people walking down the street in a mask and i'm like i can't <laughs> yeah I, are with a mask on like what are you doing and and how many times you forget it and you gotta run back in the house and get it for even leave the house I have some in the car because like obviously to go into stores and things, it is mandatory. So I have them one in my purse, couple in the car, just in case they're there. But you know, yeah, it's like a whole extra tour. I've had to run back into my vehicle sometimes be like, Oh shoot, I forgot the mask. Yeah. yeah. You can't even go outside in Pennsylvania. You're not allowed outside without one now. It's like what? mandatory. You can't even leave your home without one. No, if you're in public, you have to wear one outside, is- inside. doesn't matter. 
But see, these are the things that like, it gets my blood boiling. Like stuff that's going on in Australia is blowing my mind right now too, of what their president or whoever, I guess their person that runs the country. I don't know what they're called out there, but (laughs) their person that runs things in Australia is like trying to force the vaccines and all this stuff. And it's just nonsense to me. Like I can't, I can't deal with it. Nuts. Right. It's nuts. <laughs> we're, we're definitely 20, yeah. 2020 New Year's Eve is going to be the most gigantic, crazy party of all time. Because uh, people are hoping that the year coming will bring great change. We're, of course, praising, praying for it like you are as well. Absolutely. Fingers Yeah, are. Yeah, that's the hope. Go back to the way things were. I mean, a better, better way, hopefully more improved. But, you know, I think that, like, we, I love. I loved the way life was. I miss, I miss our old world before masks. I agree. That's why we uh, we continue to strive. Uh, my wife works from home. She's not a big fan of it, but we're making do. That's why me and Jewel, we found this site. We said, you know, let's keep doing the show. Let's keep staying positive. Let's get artists on. Let's play music and talk and promote. And yeah. right now, your stuff, like I said, the, the regular job's not really doing it for you. Let's push the music. Let's get out and listen. Bree Taylor, our very special guest, www.breetaylor.com is the website. Check out the brand new single, Burning Bridges. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can find music streaming. All the big boys, they've got it. It's terrific. We played it here. You can find it on YouTube. The brand new video is coming out soon as well. We're going to play Drive shortly after we let Bree go. Bree, I want to give you humongous thanks for coming on, not only promoting music, but sending a great message, being positive, and just really kicking ass tonight on our show. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. It was so nice chatting with you both, and it was such a privilege to come on here and and connect with you guys and your audience and and chat about all these amazing things. And and, uh, I appreciate all of the support and all of us independent artists do. So thank you. Absolutely. We love it. And thank thank Maria for us, uh, for reaching out to us. Uh, She was great, great through the whole process, real fast, great response. Got you here. And we couldn't thank her enough. Bree Terror, ladies and gentlemen, once again, check out Burning Bridges, the brand new song. It is available on all the platforms. Video coming to YouTube. We're going to play another song from her very soon. Bree, we'll, uh, we'll love to have you on again after the pandemic ends. Yes. Get Come on on. Come to Philly. <laughs> yeah, of course. I haven't been there yet, so I definitely have to make a stop there. So in the, when this is all done, I will definitely make a stop in and come and see you guys. <laughs> we would love it. Thank yeah. you very much, Bree. Have yourself a great evening. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bree Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, a terrific interview. Very strong, Jewel, all over the board, but in a good way. Um, speaking of positivity and, you know, awareness of mental health and the female efforts, great music, strong voice. I love it. What do you think? Oh, I love it. She was great. She's such a sweetheart and great music. And, yeah, support your local artists. And we love having them. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, um, you know, usually we, we keep pretty lighthearted here and we laugh a lot and we have some beers and whatever it is. But I'm going to tell you, like right now, anxiety is the big word she kept using. And yes. we, talked, we talked last week about a guy, no matter how famous you are, Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses talking about anxiety and alcohol. And my wife mentions anxiety. And me, I've never been that person. Even I have had a weird moment here or two during the pandemic where I just don't feel right. And the anxious moment comes. Hey, listen to people. Feel free to message people, text people, watch our show and comment. Do whatever you got to do. People here for people. Very important, Joel. Yes. And I have major anxiety. I always have. Um, I was just a very uh, 
always have been a very pretty nervous person. <laughs> Jeff knows. <laughs> yeah, very well. So this just amplifies all the situations we're going through. But hey, we're getting through it. And 2020 will be over soon. It's friggin' year. <laughs> Absolutely, this friggin' year has been something. Like I said, uh, New Year's Eve 2020 is going to be one hell of a party. Hopefully, we, we should do like a Yosho thing somewhere. I swear. Every, you're, you're right. I didn't even think of that. Like, everyone's going to be so happy for this shit. Oh, my God. Can't wait. Uh, let's get into positive and let's have some fun because this music video, like she described, is terrific. You'll see the Mustang in it and all. Uh, the song is called Drive. It's from tonight's very special guest, Bree Taylor. She is a terrific artist. We're going to play it here. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, with the technology, it takes me a second or two to load it up, but we'll get it ready for you. And we'll share the audio. We'll share the Chrome tab. We'll... Uh, Share the site. So it's coming up right now, right here on the Yo Show. Tonight's guest, Bree Taylor. This is her song, Drive. Three minutes long. We'll be right back on the Yo Show. Got my keys in my hand. For the summer rolls up. Ride or die, girls with me. Paddle down, speed up. Don't care where we're going, baby. Maybe LA, maybe Vegas. As long as my wheels keep turning, I'm not returning. We can't Flying down the one Been a thousand miles since we were worried about that sun Soon we'll be sipping on margaritas at the bar Leave our problems far behind us Now we're seeing stars We can't hide
All right, terrific music video from tonight's guest, Bree Taylor. That song is called Drive. And that right there, Joel, looks like pretty damn exciting stuff out in the convertible, cruising with your friends. Just have the only way to see you drive in. <laughs> I know, right? It's pretty no, apparently, you go walk around. I didn't know that. I didn't know you could like escape your car or like sit on the hood. I'd be sitting on the hood, mask. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I don't, you know, like <laughs> pretty awesome though. But it, it is, uh, it is neat. It's a way to to uh, to touch base uh, with fans and get back out there. Um, you know, do the uh, driving concert thing, and it's it's the Canadian way. Hey, hey, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so we thank Bree Taylor for coming on. She was awesome. You know. I understand what she says. The work, the makeup, the hair, the outfits. In the end, it looks great. It's a terrific video. Very fun. She looks terrific. Mm -hmm. uh, our good friend Austin Wood is back with us. And why Austin Wood is why Austin Wood is back? Let's do a little something, something here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very excited for this. Our little girl's all grown up. It's Jewel Tady, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to post the graphic up here, and That's I'm going to. That's to me. I'm going to announce it a few times before the end of the night. Uh, I had a whole there it is. Watch our very own Jewel Tady, the co-hostess with the Moses, the beautiful queen of podcasting. Uh, August 29th, 8 p.m. It is the Horror Night Podcast hosted by our very good man, Mr. Austin Wood. Jewel Tady be a very special guest uh, along with Jeff Thomason and Rachel Lagan. I'm looking very forward to watching it. Uh, horror movies scare the hell out of me, but being presented by Jewel and the gang at the Horror Night Podcast should be a lot of fun. Very excited for it. Awesome. Thank you for inviting Jewel. Folks out there who are fans of the Yo Show who love Jewel, like we all do, make sure you check it out. Uh, a lot of details. We're going to have all the details and where you can find it. Again, it is August 29th. It is the season finale of the Horror Night Podcast featuring a very special <laughs> star, our very own Joel Tady. Joel, how excited are you for some Horror Night action? I mean, what a perfect way to bring in fall. I mean, like, these basic chicks, along with myself, are going nuts for fall already. And I feel like August has been huge for horror movies. And I am thrilled. Thank you so much to Austin and the rest of the crew. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing and supporting me. You're the best. And I am so excited. That's such a great end to the summer for me. I, I couldn't be more pumped. Sounds awesome. Austin says he's got big plans for the episode. We definitely look forward to that. Um, I got to say it, and I'll say it proudly. Uh, I listen to some podcasts, not many. I'm going to say Jewel Tady is the prettiest face in podcasting. So check her oh, out. Oh, sure. Isn't that like being... <laughs> That's pretty big because millions, there's millions of podcasts out there right now. Uh, yeah. And and I put you over my face. That tells you something. That's insanity. <laughs> Absolute insanity. I, I want to be so prepared for Austin's show um, because, you know, and every day I feel like there's another horror movie for me to watch. I just, I don't know if he's still listening, but I just finished The Other Lamb. And it's very Handmaid's Tale, cult-ish. Um, so, I don't know. I I'm waiting for a list of movies I can watch so I can binge them. 
I like it. we got some comments firing at our new friend oh. KP loves Jewel Tatey. Yeah. Austin, of course, says we all love Jewel Tatey. We absolutely do. We love you, Jewel. You Aww. are fantastic. Thanks. You make you make Wednesday nights worth living. I go to bed Tuesday nights with a smile on my face, knowing that Wednesday comes and me and Jewel get to sit here and do our thing. And I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's just this connection. We've shared the same kind of brain, only in the different um Sex, male, female. Uh, my wife is in the house. She's got a rather, she's got a rather unhappy look on her face. She's not coming on camera. She looks like she's freshly showered. We just talked about all the makeup things and all. She comes down, stripped down, still looks fantastic. Doesn't make a difference. Casting a towel. She casting a towel. Doesn't make a difference. She's got makeup or not. <laughs> um, she went and grabbed a laptop that we did not use, but that's okay. Um, okay. Doesn't look like you'd be in a very good mood this evening. It's gonna be a lot. We're gonna we're gonna go um, another ten hours here tonight on the. <laughs> we're gonna go all night here on the. <laughs> Jules knocked the microphones over. I'm only three beers in. I don't know how we derailed so very badly. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh my god, that was something <laughs> else. Um, score. Flyers on a five-minute power play after a major penalty, and they are on the board one-to-one time. Looks like it might have been Jake Voracek. But it's yeah. out front. Flyers win the night. They send Montreal home packing. So we're ready for that. Nice shot here. If you're watching, I'm sure a lot of us are watching both. I noticed Sixers got turned off a long time ago, as my good friend Evan Horn informed us. But the Flyers back in action. 1-1. Joel Tatey. Let's get to that part of the program that we all know and love. I got to learn how to use these graphics faster. Anyway, you know, I got to do these in order, too. If I don't do them in order, it becomes a disaster. Um, anyway, it is the part of the show that's known as Man Cave Scores. All right. Woo! So basically what I do is I show people things that I accumulated that I buy on different websites to find at yard sales, stuff I find in boxes, whatever you may have. And their man cave scores. And lately it's been Funko Pop, Joel Tatey. And it continues to be Funko Pop because I got myself some great pieces the last couple of days. They released this new line of zombie heroes. And the first one is Zombie Deadpool. Now look at that. that oh, is, stop. That's terrifying. It's got a spear going right through his chest. That's so cool. It's awesome. It's zombified. And it's the great Deadpool. Probably one of my favorite Movie characters of all time. Love me some Deadpool. Deadpool's freaking awesome. I love Deadpool. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? We got more. We have vintage Batman TV series version of Catwoman. Oh, man. That is yeah. so cute. What's her name? Uh, Edie Lamar? You didn't know it. There was, um, there was Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. That's, that's, yeah. There was Lee Merriweather. And of course, there was my favorite, the beautiful Julie Newmore. Oh, my goodness, back then. Julie Newmore is, you know, she's like in her 80s, and I would still date Julie Newmore. Sexy for 80. (laughs) 80 something. Oh, my goodness. Mm, I I just got a, you know, those like quarter things you push in the quarter and then you get the stickers from like grocery stores or whatever. Yes. I love those things. So there was a DC one and I was at the store yesterday. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm getting all of them. Of course I want the wonder woman one. Right. But I got a little cat woman. I can't run and get it. Joey wanted to steal from me. I got Catwoman, um, Bizarro, Superman, um, Harley Quinn, 
But the Catwoman was so cute. And she said, meow. You know, I dress like Catwoman. The Michelle Pfeiffer one. I had the Michelle Pfeiffer mask. With the white stitchings. I love Catwoman. We're going to have a live Halloween show, I guess, next year. COVID. And we're going to cram Jewel Tatey in the Michelle Pfeiffer skin-tight leather outfit. Hey, y'all. Hey, yeah. <laughs> That's a man cave score. But uh, let's get back to my boring stuff. <laughs> Jewel, this, this one's pretty cool. This is Iron Man. And this is what's known as the Black Light series from Target. So if you put a black light on, they actually glow. Oh, my God. Joe would love that. I don't have a black light handy, but this is Iron Man. Thank you very much. These are oh, hard cool. to find. And uh, lastly, from the Funko Pop, Joel, this is the best. A couple weeks on the show, I a couple weeks ago on the show, I showed you my collection from the Sandlot. Benny, Smalls, Ham, Squints, and I told you one piece was missing. Ladies and gentlemen, complete with ball in his mouth, it's the beast. Oh my god. It is the beast. He's got a ball. The only thing missing is the actual Babe Ruth autograph. That would have been like perfect. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. But it's the beast. And the I Colossus love... of Clout. <laughs> the Salt of Swat. A great Bamuna. That's the same guy? <laughs> That's amazing. Some girl signed it. Baby something. <laughs> that's a terrific I mean, now all that's left is the two pack of squints and wendy peppercorn and i will completed the series um a couple of the neat things i found jewel you know i'm a batmobile phenomena person i love the batmobile so i'm digging and i find of course the michael keaton that's so freaking cool from 1989 how's your shelf coming along are you getting it all Oh, it's great. I got the two shelves full of Funko Pops. Um, Christian Bale's Tumblr. Oh, wow. Oh, the Tumblr. That's the one that like flips the front, right? Yeah, I love that mm. one. And then this thing that I found in my collection of crap, this is the George Clooney Batman. Mm -hmm. What is this thing? <laughs> what is that? We don't talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we don't talk. Nobody in Batman lore talks about that movie. But, um, that's it. And, of course, we mentioned earlier the love coaster. So that, that's man cave stuff. That's my man cave scores for the week. It brings us to our next segment. And I don't know if we have anything for our next segment. We're going to bring it on anyway. And it is the brand-new She Shed Shindig where Jewel Tatey brings out something new and exciting. You know what I spent <laughs> money on this weekend? Freaking car parts. Ugh. It has been a terrible weekend. So, yeah, I, I didn't try out any new restaurants. I still have my old favorites. I was going to do a local shout out of the week, which I still plan to do. But the only thing I bought this weekend were car parts and those stickers. I should have brought out those stickers. But you know what else I did? I'll show off my creative side because I've been trying to be creative. I've been trying to like draw and paint a lot. Um, but look what I did. I gave myself nails. Very pretty. Next one. You can't tell if they're far away. <laughs> but, like, once you get close, you're like, oh, that's dried up. <laughs> yeah, I did my own whole set of nails. These are, like... Let's, let's bring them in. Bring the nails to the screen there. These are, like, sturdy. It's nice work. But, you know, it, it took a long time. I'm talking, like, hours to dry. So, that's what I worked on. Just trying to, like... Not go to a nail salon. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I put money in the process, so I guess that that helped. 
Money, money, money. Everything. Man, I am so boring. <laughs> we got another Flyers goal on the board, ladies and gentlemen. Two-one Flyers lead right during she shed shindig. Sure, you're not boring. We love it. We love you being you. And um, I'm ready for a pedicure. I need a pedicure. My feet are so bad. They're disgusting. I did buy pedicure stuff. I, I bought like pumice and like lotion. Yeah, I, I needed a did that to myself. I don't I'm know, good. but like it's known that nail salons are like the number one thing, and I, I just can't. Nasty feet. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's got like sock linen and all these toenails. It's disgusting. Toe Horrible gym. feet. Toe jam. It's a good Toe thing I'm gorgeous. It's a good thing I'm gorgeous because my feet are hard. Toe jam on the show. I should have made a headline. Toe, Jeff's toe jam. I'm coming next week on the O Show, a new segment, Jeff's toe jam. Oh, man. Why are we so, we're so close, though. I got the faraway feature. And it still seems like we're like all over each other. Whoa, what is that? That's a, <laughs> that's a real horrible look. There's that. That's terrible. That's okay, I guess. I think the Flyers need to stop playing when the O Show's on because yeah, I know they, everyone's watching the Flyers. I know. The views are going up and down. At one point, I saw a zero. But then again, like from last week, I know this counter is totally off. Remember the counter was – last week, the counter was jumping all up and down the board. Like zip, yeah. zip, zip, it was a disaster. So we, I don't even – I don't take that into consideration. I know you're all watching. I know you're loving Jeff, did you see some news about our other favorite Canadian band? No. The Dead South put out a statement about Danny, and he was accused of some things, so he has left the band. Wow, I did not know this. Yeah, what? they put out a public statement tonight, like right as before we were supposed to go on, so yeah. Um, I have no sympathy, man. I mean, so, I, some of my favorites like are... What are you going to do? I Don't oh, be a douche. Yeah, don't be a douche is right. We say it on the end of every show, and if you're watching, you would know better. And that kind of stuff, there's no – there is no sympathy from us here. And if you're going to lose your career and your job over dumb stuff like that – now, I know 2020, I know it's a long time in, in – the universe and people change things, do things, think they can act a certain way. You still can't. I know a lot of people want to do away with law, but guess what? There's still law and you can't do dumb shit. You lose your gig. No. And if people don't know, like they were a past guest of ours, we were very big fans of theirs. And yeah. it's just uh, sad to hear. Very sad to hear. They're a very talented, unique band with good music. I said they're a past guest here, but um, country Canada. Yeah, so let's hope that the the members that move on without him have a uh, better approach and not the kind of stuff that we're seeing there. So thank you for the for the update, though, Jewel, because you know people just need to hear this stuff. It's important. <sighs> Gotta keep keep with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I had another. I'll look up because I I had some good stuff saved. Okay, it's good that you cut me off because I was going to share a story that's just a horrible follow-up to the one you just told. <laughs> oh, and I, you want a lighthearted one? Yeah, yeah, I love lighthearted. Okay, so the Girl Scouts have debuted 
a new French toast inspired cookie. Oh, stop it. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. When is that coming out? Yum. Let's see. Cookie fans, cook fans. Oh my God, that looks amazing. Select areas 2021. I love thin mints. It's my weakness. And mimosa. What are they call No, mimosas. It's my other favorite. Samoa's. Score. That's a very soft goal. Two, two, tie. Um, I like the s'mores ones. I could sleeve the hell out of them. Mm. Now, they, they supposedly made a limited edition s'mores that was like inverted with like chocolate covering or something, and I never found them. Huh. Yeah, I love anything s'mores. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I like I, I like going out and just roasting and, and doing them in front of the fire. Ending s'mores, marshmallow, chocolate, graham cracker. All you need on there is some kind of taco meat, and it would be the greatest invention of all time. Taco meat. S'mores barbecue. S'mores barbecue. Taco meat. Um, from the lighthearted fun story to a very tragic story, Joel Tady. Oh. I've got to share it. It's tragic. It is impossible to deal with right now, ladies and gentlemen. Pizza lovers, pizza shops are claiming that pepperoni is having a shortage. Unacceptable. And, unacceptable indeed. And they said the prices are going up almost like to the point where they got to charge like two dollars per slice of pizza more just to cover the pepperoni now what is like the meat suppliers are making the basic meats but they're saying with covid pandemic meats not being made the same rate so pepperoni is becoming kind of a luxury and uh they're not making it as often it's making the prices expensive to me it sounds crazy jewel tady i know my answer and i'll give my answer after yours can you live with your pizza without pepperoni, what are some of your favorite toppings? What are you going to use to substitute it? You know, give me your pizza synopsis here. I I mean, I love pepperoni. I usually get, you know, pepperoni for myself and whoever's eating the biggest pizza with me and then plain for Joey. Um, but I love pepperoni. And then I, I put pepperoni in a lot of my, well, I make my pasta salad with pepperoni. Let's just say that. Ooh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. With the salami and everything else, I think the pepperoni is a nice little kick. So, yes, I love pepperoni and it's expensive already. So, what the hell? I think a lot of people are eating frozen and fresh pizzas during this lockdown. Oh, yeah. I know I've eaten a lot of pizza. I need a I detox have. myself because I just feel gross. I need a detox 2020. I tore into a ton of pizza. Yesterday, um, we kind of had sort of a busy day. We did a bunch of different things. So the wife's like, I'm going to go to Wawa. So I'm having their chicken strips because it's easy. And I had them like 4 o'clock. And then I went and did the thing I had to do. And I came back. And I still stopped and got a couple slices of pizza because I'm, I'm a pizza junkie. Where'd you go? I went to Amato's. Oh. They do a great oh, job. <laughs> their cheesesteak pizza is yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a slice of cheesesteak, slice of plain, came home, scuffed it down like like it was on fire, and I had to put it out with my mouth. Terrific. And I just love pizza. I had been to Amato's and Vince's, but by the same token, Stouffer's French bread has been in the freezer. We've been eating French bread pizza. I eat pizza 24-7, Joel Tavy. I know. I love pizza. And Amato's is the best. I love their tomato pies, too. Their Brooklyn pizza is so good. Um but yeah, I, I I like pepperoni. I also like you said. What are your favorite toppings? I uh, I could do mushroom and sausage too. Really? 
yeah, that's spinach. Wow, you know we can that, yeah. Forgot. <laughs> the wife will do the white pizza sometimes with the spinach. Exactly. Um, Vince's uh, Pizzeria and Tap Room uh, in Newtown, they have one that was, um, it was like honey and bacon on a white pizza. It was, ah, uh, I'm telling it wasn't really, a, to me, it's not really a pizza, but really good. Yeah, that's like chicken bacon ranch pizza. Like, that's like a freaking sandwich. It's a calzone of some <laughs> sort. Right. But I'll still eat it. <laughs> no, I'm not turning it down. But yeah, I'm a big pizza fan. I love pizza. Um, it's a lot of great places around here, as you know, or as you knew. So mm. far away from us. I really like Luciani's out here. It's in Fort Washington. It's very good. I haven't found my... Ambler has a couple places, but I... Sorry, I haven't found my favorite yet. Luciani's, though. That's it's been the spot. It is tough. Like, I go to, when I move, I've moved a few times. Not a ton of times, but I move. And when I move, I look for bar and pizza place. It's a Chinese most. place. I uh, mean, bar, pizza, Chinese. Yeah. yeah. And set. <laughs> There's, and I'll run this past you again since you were a former member of the neighborhood. Wow. South three to two, Montreal. That was, uh, wow. Um, Hong Kong Pearl. <sighs> Trash. Thank you. Hung Luck. Trash. More trash. You like Hung Luck? I'll take Hong Kong Pearl over Hung Luck, but you know what is the best I got it last weekend because I was up that way? Jade Asian. There is no beating Jade Asian. They are the best. They have the freshest ingredients. I've had horror stories from both Hongs, okay? You don't want to eat there. Go to Jade Asian. Do yourself a favor. Jade Asian does have very good food. It's usually a sushi place for me, Jade Asian. I'll get their sushi and I enjoy it. Sushi. Um, God, I love Hong Hong Lux. I don't want to hear the horror story because uh, I enjoy Horrible. it. We're talking microwaves and onions. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> microwaves? Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Here you are trying to get sponsors and we're talking bad. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to. I won't say anything else. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that's... Kamikazes, though. <laughs> Very oh. small, but they hit. Oh, yeah. And the um, the zombie. Uh, is actually, that what it uh, is? Zombie. Zombie. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, because they have the frozen one. Now, the other one, the A1 Japanese Steakhouse, has the regular, excuse me, liquefied zombie, and they're terrific. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Last time I got, it was, like, this big, though. Like... Can't make a little bigger. <laughs> Where at at Hong Luck or yeah. at A1? Because A1 oh. gives it a big thin glass. Oh no, I never been to A1. Maybe I should and, try it. And it's an A1 and it's a Japanese steakhouse. And the bartender that makes him is your atypical rocker chick. Like she's got long dark hair, tattoos head to toe. She's like super cool. Like you wouldn't really uh, picture her uh, as the Asian restaurant type, but <laughs> she makes a hell of a drink. Oh. Well, if you like Japanese, I would suggest suggest Musashi on Street Road. Holy cow. Best soup dumplings I've ever had. Mm, Amazing. Dumplings. You got to try soup dumplings, though. Like, they're... I can't say enough about them. <laughs> <laughs> Just my favorite food of all time. What is, a, what is a soup dumpling as compared to a regular dumpling? 
I will tell you. So, okay, you know how you have like dumplings or pot stickers and you have the meat and maybe cabbage or some sort, onion yes. wrapped up in an old dumpling, dipped in soy sauce, good. Soup dumplings, which are only available, I can tell you, like the five places that are available around us. There's one Musashi on Street Road. There's one in Horsham, Dim Sum Factory, because it's considered dim sum. I've heard, yeah. And uh, so they freeze the soup and the pork and the meat or whatever meat you get. Really? Put it inside the little dumpling and then roll it up into a nice, neat little ball and then steam it. And when you eat it, you can, like, stick a straw in it and suck out the soup. Or you can bite it and suck out the soup. Or you could just eat it in one bite. And it's the most delicious little wow. thing ever have. The bigger, the better, too. I know some places have, like, that big. But, like, the big ones. That sounds so good. That sounds pretty awesome. Man, that, that does sound good. And I'll try anything once. Um, but hung luck, I was always told to dump like that. The one thing that I'm... Very picky about dumplings. Mm. Probably the one thing from Hong Kong I wasn't crazy about was the dumplings. Yeah, I- I'm telling you, there's it can't be beat these soup dumplings. Also, Masashi has these excellent little spicy cheesesteak rolls. Mm. Cheesesteak egg rolls, so good. <laughs> Very exciting. I'm yeah. like getting, I'm like getting hungry again. I'm probably gonna dig back into uh, my bang bang afterwards. Oh my god. Jewel, a lot of great topics tonight. This one um, alarms me. <laughs> alarms me a little bit. I guess we could talk about it since uh, our guest, Brie Taylor, came out and said fuck. Um, an Instagram model has taken team sport to a whole new level. <laughs> this young lady claims to have had performed oral sex on seven members of the Phoenix Suns basketball team at the same time. Basically, <laughs> basically kind of a circle jerk, if you will. Seven dudes, one mouth, Phoenix Suns basketball. I got so many questions to ask, Joel. I can't ask any of them. I'm like embarrassed just thinking about it. But seriously, how? Tell me on a level from a normal girl. Tell how, me how many. <laughs> how did, no, no. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> Does this strike you as incredibly disgusting? I just, uh, it's hard to believe. Does she have proof? What is she trying to prove? Right. What did she want? She obviously wants money of some sort. Um, or she was forced into it, which is a whole other thing. Like, what? what is the purpose of this story? I don't understand. Either she wants money, so she's going to sue the sons because she was forced. Or she wants money because she's a piece of shit and it didn't happen. <laughs> or it did happen and she's trying to make that like a good thing. I, uh, what the hell? I don't know. I, I have the, no words. No words. The, the scary part is I, you know, I put up the headline and the listens just jumped. <laughs> <laughs> for starters, that's for starters. The list has just jumped. We got comments now, of course. Um, Ray Coleman oh, says, Ray. Ray Coleman says, the steamed dumplings are the shit. But the yeah, super loves steamed dumplings. And he called, girl, he called this girl a dirty bitch. I got like seven. Seven? This is alleged, right? We have to say allegedly. Allegedly. 
Thank you, allegedly. There's an article, allegedly. As a dude, there's only room for one tool in the tool shed. I don't care. Like In my single days, I didn't care how good-looking the woman was. If another dude wanted to get involved, that's my ticket out of there. I'm punching the ticket, I'm going home. You got to tell me it's seven professional athletes. Even Probably trapped, all with families and wives of their own. Even trapped in a bubble. Can't find their own pieces. Odd. It's like you know, like a party trick or something. I don't understand it. I'm not condoning it. It's um something's not right here. And the story, the story kept gaining momentum because Phoenix was playing so well that oh. <laughs> guys are making comments out the wazoo of how this girl's got the magic touch. Ew, Ray Coleman said her breath wants to stank into that. I would say so. <laughs> Why, right? <laughs> oh. Well, first, oh, and another goal about a Montreal Canadian. Speaking of stank breath, it's now 4-2 Montreal. And I said tonight, I don't like the Flyers putting this away. I think it's going to go another game. Um, but I thank everybody. I'm, you know, Joel, for the rest of the night, I'm just going to leave the headlines sit there. We'll talk no, about not. No, you're not. Because the views are just no. going out, man. Shut up. <laughs> it is. It's terrifying. But yeah, apparently, uh, and- not associated with this shit. <laughs> I see the I see the picture. She just looks like your atypical, like overdone lips, bleach, bleach, bleach blonde hair, kind of typical baby. I'm sure her parents are very proud. We'll take that down and we'll go on to our next topic since people like this kind of stuff. A brand new documentary being made, Jewel, that'll be out soon. That is called Skin. And Skin basically takes the time to tell us the stories and the history of nudity in movies. Who's been nude? What movie they've been nude in? But it also kind of dissects the kind of bad side of nudity, um, the forcefulness of it, the degrading of it. So it, it's kind of from an artistic standpoint as well as a cutting edge standpoint. You've seen a ton of movies. I'm sure you've seen movies with nudity. If you watch horror films, you know that's part of them. What is your take on that? Does nudity have a part in movies? Is it art? Is it just something kind of put on to help sell it what is your take um it definitely serves a purpose especially if it relates to the storyline um it is a form of art i <laughs> all right personally i was an art student for a long time and i was very uncomfortable with nudity i had to draw a nude male who looked oh, like Je- who looked like jesus <laughs> that was man parts. I was like, <laughs> I drew like sunglasses on him. But yeah, it makes me uncomfortable just because I wasn't, I don't know. I I, brought, I was brought up in like a pretty strict household. Um, we weren't like free. You know, I had four older brothers and sisters and we just weren't like that. But as, you know, as a art fan and a movie fan, I, you know, if it's done tastefully in the right way. Or if it, like, relates to the storyline, I could see it. But, you know, a lot of actresses regret their decision. And a lot of actresses will... I'm saying actresses because it's mainly females that are portrayed nude. You really don't see a lot of male nudity. Nowadays you do, more so than before. But um, I'm speaking to the females because, like, I know my cousin's an actress and she... Didn't want to come off as like, 
I don't know, a certain type of way. Because when you do those type of scenes, sometimes producers will see you in that light. So it's like, what do you do? You, 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 uh, you can't win. But I, believe, I know. I believe in art. I believe it can be art sometimes. Sometimes it's just, um, what's the word? Frivolous. You know, Frivolous. like it, it has no meaning. But if it does and it goes with it and all's well. Uh, did you ever see that Angelina Jolie movie? She's so young. And she's like the rebel. Gia. No. It's her she, was, she was naked in Gia too. Very much so. God, what's the name of that movie? It's like her in high school and they all go around and they paint like hearts on their <laughs> I, I I know the movie. I can't think of the name of it, but I do know, I do know the movie. And she's badass and they're going to like fight because the teachers were like doing stuff to the younger. It's a sad movie. Um, but it makes me think of that. And I don't know. I would see this because I'm intrigued of all the angles. Um, and let me say they had some men and like there's like this giant um, lead into the movie. Uh, and there's like men, women and all the famous people that have been naked. Um, and sometimes it is a selling point like that, that horrible um, that Quentin Tarantino movie, Dust Till Dawn, is that it? And yeah. there's a scene where Selma Hayek does the sexy dance in her bikini. She's not or... naked. Right. But you think she might be. So, of course, you watch the movie as horrible as it was because you think she might be naked. And they sell it that way. Um, it's a great scene, though. She's in like a bikini. and It is a good scene. <laughs> it, it, it's a wild scene. Uh, we had a guest on our show. I'm going to say now, God, time goes so fast. Probably a couple of years back. I can't stand Angelina Jolie either. So thank really? you. We're gonna put the right on there. I'm not a big fan. A lot of fake shit. Big lips and all that garbage. They're um, not fake. She's had her, the same lips since she was eleven. What are you talking about? They look fake. Pretty yeah, but big. hers did you ever see John Voigt? He's got some big ass lips. <laughs> John like Voigt. Him. I know George Costanza bought John Voigt's car. She's Seinfeld fans out there. <laughs> he likes Brett Brown more than Angelina Jolie. Wow, that that's hateful, dude. That's hateful words. Nobody likes Brett Oof. Brown. I'm going to put that right there so all of Philly can see that, too. They know I like Brett Brown. But um, we had Erica Leniak on our show, former Playboy model. She was in Undersea. She did the cake scene. And normally our guest lets kind of do our thing, but she came around and said, do me a favor. Let's not talk a lot about nudity. So I'll touch on it. I don't want to be known just as this girl that gets naked and Playboy playmate and all that. And that was fine. We didn't touch much, talk much about it. We touched on it briefly. Uh, but then to get some people out there who have been naked and that's their thing and they don't care and they like that style. So They're not fake. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're not. He said, look he said, up, he said young pictures. I, I can tell you a million actresses and, and you know people out there right now that have fake lips. She does not have fake lips. I'll take your word for it. Kind of going to get near For her God-given, like even if you look at like uh, pictures of when she was very young, she always had the look at her children. Her children has have those same big lips. I don't follow her that closely. Shiloh, Shiloh, um, or I'm sorry, is his name Jack now? But anyway, he is he is like a perfect match of him and her, and he has her lips. She did make out her brother. That's pretty disgusting. She did, and he has the same lips, so they're not fake. I pay my point. 
I rest my case. Maybe she wanted to feel what her lips felt like. I don't know. Kylie Jenner, she has a big ass lip. She's all fake. Mm, Even her ass. Her ass is like outrageous. That is like soldered on. Mm, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> I mean, okay. If you say so. <laughs> I see. Ah, she does. See, me and Evan Horn, we're on the same page here. Tune in Saturday nights for guys being perverts with my special guest, Evan Horn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Perfectly fine, Jewel. I'm all right with that. I'm a, you know, I'm not a fake fan. I like the real stuff. And if you say the real, congratulations. Let's get on to, uh, oh my God. We're doing good tonight. I got a lot of topics. We're covering everything. Uh, it's guest announcement time, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, a very special guest coming to us in two weeks because next week it looks like we might have had a fall through. But we'll have somebody. Don't worry. We'll be covered. I'm afraid. Boobs. <laughs> Lips are as fake as her boobs. Wow. Oh, we got it. Boobs. Oh, you meant to say it. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway, we have a lovely woman who does not have fake anything. She's lovely. She's beautiful. And she'll be our guest uh, September 1st. Maxim Magazine model and actress, the lovely Sherry Nelson. Ladies and gentlemen, be our very special guest. She's very pretty. That, that's a terrific picture. Uh, Sherry uh, has been brought to us by the legends of podcast Jimmy Starr and uh, his very close uh, compadre Eileen Shapiro. They did a lot of great legwork. They sent us a great, great lineup of, uh, of guests that we're going to be having on the show very soon. So it should be terrific. That's coming up September 1st. It's uh, Maxim Magazine model and actress Sherry Nelson. Next week on the show, uh, we like I said, we had a guest scheduled who may not be coming. So our very first guest next week might be Evan Horn. He's dying to come on. <laughs> want to hear what he's want to hear what he's got. But Evan, if you come on the show, you got to get your lips injected, and I want to see some fake boobs. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> I need some juice. I need some juice. So that's uh, September 1st, Sherry Nelson. Uh, we have Jewel, so many great guests. I talked to PR people for a previous guest, and they said she would love to come back. I'm gonna give out, I don't give out names. That's why I got to tune in. I know. But I want her on video because she was so awesome on audio that I just I, I got to do it. Got to see her on, on video as well. I kind of wish we could go back and have – Everyone we had on audio on video because that'd be amazing. We can. And I want to see what they're up to. <laughs> exactly. Like I mentioned, Erica Leniak. I would like to reach out to her again. Bobby Brown would be cool to have on. Hal Sparks, um, Josh Server. Hal Sparks, Josh Server. Some Steve some Howie. Oh, Steve Howie. Now I've reached out to Steve Howie a few times. I've not gotten a yay or nay yet, but I'm still working on that because I know that the ratings button will boom from the ladies checking out Steve Howie. He is the second sexiest guy that's ever been on the O show. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want to see, I really like, cause they're both hilarious. Betsy Cox and um, Elizabeth Ho. Oh, Betsy Cox. She's awesome. She's sexy. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Ho's cool. I follow her on Instagram. She's got some funny stuff. She's quirky. I always like her shit. She's so funny. She really is. Evan Horn wants to come on and just rip on people, and that can be kind of exciting. He wants to rip on me. What are you? What are you, what are you doing? They're gonna rip on you. He's gonna rip on other people. Nobody rips on Jewel Tady. Jewel Tady's our girl. Not allowed. 
had a rough week. Speaking of our girl, Jewel Tady, we're going to put up the graphic again and remind all of our viewers. Saturday, August 29th, 8 p.m., the Horror Night Podcast, hosted by Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. With Jeff Thomason and Rachel Lagan, and a very special guest will be Jewel Tady. Jill Tady, very special guest star. Evan Horn's going to the bathroom. He'll be back. So we're going to leave that graphic up there for a moment or two for everybody to check it out. Don't forget, our very own the sweet, lovable little Jewel Tady on the Horror Night Podcast, Saturday, August 29th. Austin Wood is your host. I want him to call you the co-host with the mostest, but he's not allowed to call you the sister from another mister. That's mine. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to call me. I am in for a surprise, I feel. <laughs> Uh, he said that like, he's also a comedian, so I'm sure he's got stuff lined up for it. Should be real good. You know, another comedian that's going to have a show that night, a drive-in at Royersford, is Jim Brewer. Really? August, August 29th, I know. And we tried to get Jim Brewer on the show before. Um, that's crazy. I know he's wearing a mask and his show is called like The New Normal, but Jim Brewer is hilarious. He's pretty good. I like the um, I like the the music he does when he does the guitar and the microphone with the yeah. It's good stuff. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we try. We try hard to get a lot of guests, and like sometimes people are like, "Well, who's this or who's that?" You got to tune in, check them out. Cause we get like a lot of the up and comers, but we do get some good ones also. Like I said, we got some good names coming. Murder's um, out there. We're looking for it. Ah, uh, look, I found pictures of, of, of Susie Curry. Oh, I love Susie Aww. Curry. Oh, she's so great. Uh, talking about Canadian country and love revolution, all that good stuff. Um, there's Brianna Dale. She was awesome on our show. Actually spoke to her the other day just for uh, giggles to see how she's making out. Asked her a couple of questions about the, the show and some promotion stuff and a return to the show. She, of course, is all about it. She was awesome. Uh, we just, I just get so into our past guest. Um, Donna D. Gregorio and uh, Adam and Park. We got them all. I got all these graphics saved from our previous guests. Uh, Donna's show just concluded the, um, the Savannah Sip, which she said was excellent. Saw some clips of it. Um, I love her southern accents. Absolutely great. Did a great job. <laughs> oh, I miss shows. All right, miss shows of any. Speaking of shows, uh, check out a couple. Some podcasts. My man Brian Snow brings you Snowman in the Morning, 6 a.m. iHeartRadio. He's going to talk everything sports. He talks basketball, hockey, football, baseball, all that good stuff. Brian Snow, very talented podcast guy, very smart in the world of sports. Check out his program Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. on iHeartRadio, Snowman in the Morning, of course, as we remind you again, Horror Night Podcast for our man, Austin Wood. Check out the Horror Night Podcast Facebook page for times and details, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Don't forget Jewel Tatey on the 29th. Once again, Sherry Nelson, Maxim Magazine model and actress, will be on our show September 1st, a Wednesday night, as we always do here on the O Show. Always have a great time. Jewel I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I was just thinking fire NATO. There's an actual tornado of fire. I think that sums up 2020. 
Wasn't that a Johnny Cash song? I walked into a tornado of fire. <laughs> I feel like I'm in hell tonight. I have my red lights. I'm red, Bailey Syrian. You're in on. Yeah, I, I never what? did red eyeshadow, but I'm kind of digging it. because I like it. It's working. And Joey said I'm super spicy tonight, so I'm going with it. You are super spicy tonight. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. You come out and you put all the effort uh, for it, and I can't thank you enough for that. Every week, you just absolutely kill it. Uh, for you Sixers fans, if all one of you that are left out there, Sixers lost tonight 128 to 101. A royal ass kicking at the hands of Boston Celtics. Boston up two games and on Joel Tatey. It's over for the Sixers. That was quick. Yeah, they're, you know. 2-0 for them is, is done. They're garbage. Uh, Flyers trailing tonight 3-2. They do have a 3-1 lead in that series. They're trying to win tonight and advance in the next round. Tampa has advanced. Boston has advanced. Washington hanging on for dear life and now the Flyers. So, tough road from here. No easy teams. Very difficult road. Still rooting hard for our Flyers. I'm home, so they can't lose. They, they haven't lost yet when I've been at my house. The one game they lost, I was out. Wait, what's the score now? Three to two. It's uh, the end of the second period. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to get off sports. I, I had to ask you something. Go ahead. So it's like a thing now where you buy a ticket to see a band stream live. Really? Like, like a big band. Like not local artists. Like, oh, I'm giving you a donation. Like, like they're they're giving away on major radio stations, stream live tickets where you just sit there at your computer and watch it. What do you think about this? God, I mean, paying to stream is, that's rough. I don't get that at all. Like it's bizarre to me. I don't think I would do it even for my favorites. Like I would just catch a replay on YouTube or something because you know, someone's going to record it. So you can't wait like a couple hours to see it. Right. What's that? I don't know. What's that cable net? Access is it? The cable network that shows concerts and all that? Like, yeah, and they have a new uh, Twitch. I know Vita and the Wolf does that. But Vita, like, I would want to support her because she's, you know, a Philly girl. We know her. We love her. But, like, these huge bands are doing it. Like, and you're charging people during this shit time? Like, <laughs> the knife. Right. What we need right now is people to entertain us without. Us paying a small fortune. You're doing it anyway, and it's probably not the best production value. And you, you're just—I I don't understand. I know someone. Is it like, oh no, my Friday night's booked. I'm, I'm gonna stream this band live. What? <laughs> I saw. Um, God, I forget the name of the band now. Um, they sing here, here in your bedroom. Um, God, what is the name of that? Band? I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um. Here in your bedroom. Here in your bedroom. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know the words. Um, I'm going to look it up there. Because now i got to know it. Because they... Oh, Goldfinger. Uh, Goldfinger. Now, Goldfinger does a really cool version where they're all in a different room, kind of like this. And they play the songs, and it's like perfect. Uh, so we got a comment from St. Ricketts. Let's check this out. It's all that. 
They think a lot of bigger bands are doing it to support the people to work for them. Now, that would be cool. I'm okay with that. I back that, yes. Okay, that I can understand. Leave it to the... www.stateregans.com Thank you. Leave it to the most baddest band around to come up with the answer. And I'm sure that's right. And just for that, I am going to, in fact, put that on the scroll at the bottom. www.stateregans.com They do our theme song with Fire Cannot Burn... I've got their t-shirt on that. You know, you go to that website and you too can have an amazing St. Ricketts t-shirt like this. And like I see Kenny Sheffield wearing and every picture he's in. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love St. Ricketts. I'm ready for new music, guys. Whenever it comes out, we are stoked. You know, we will push it here and play it here. And I'll play it in my car a hundred times. And my wife says, is there anything else on the radio? I'm going to say no. And St. Ricketts on the radio. I do. I got that. I got Catalyst and with Fire Cannot Burn Jewel just on a constant replay. And you know, it's funny. A lot of times I find myself practicing because when Fire Cannot Burn comes to the end, I stop while I'm driving my car and say, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a sickness. I know. Anytime I hear it, I'm like, oh, oh, I get nervous. Gotta get ready. <laughs> oh my God. That's all. Awesome. me anxiety, St. Ricketts. There you go. <laughs> St. Ricketts. Uh, you got to just check out the episode where they were on. Um, archive it. Uh, the Stoop Radio Network on Facebook has our, our archives. So does YouTube. St. Ricketts, we had a blast with those guys. And just telling the story about how they got the name Ricketts and the beer and the beer exploding on the... Chimay. <laughs> Chimay. That's all they said they're working on it. It's coming. I'm going to post it. People that are St. Ricketts fans, it's coming. I can't wait. I'm very excited. I need more songs to just play the hell out of. I love these guys. They're awesome. They are, they're like first on my list. As soon as we get out of this pandemic thing, I want something with a St. Ricketts in it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if they're like singing from the toilet. I just need something. That'd be cool. That would be? Wow. Very weird. <laughs> Even hanging out with them, like, the, you know, Great guys to hang out with and everything, and are always great to the show. Oh, and so much fun. We did. I, I drove by Sweeney's the other day. I was gonna cry. That was the last one for me. Yeah, that was yeah. The show. I drove by, and I even said, "I'm like, I, like I said, the wife, I'm like, oh, there's Sweeney's. I'm like, St. Ricketts, and she's like, what about Troy David Hendrickson? I forgot all about that crazy night. Oh yeah, I was like, man, do we have a lot. Of- oh yes, that night. <laughs> Man, we had a lot to drink both nights. Holy guacamole. Um, I said, Joel, God forbid we got paid like regular working sour to do this show. We'd be dead. That seems like so long ago, doesn't it? That seems it really like does. Years ago. <laughs> last last show we did in studio, you were not there for it. was uh, Emily Cipriano was the last mm-hmm. one we did in studio. And uh, we were supposed to come back with um, Matt from Vedic, and then it all just like went to hell. Uh, Matt tunes in from time to time. Vedic's a good band. Uh, we were lined up to see all of them. So uh, they'll be next be- too because we owe them. Absolutely, them and uh, Barbara Blackthorne from uh, Empress. She was also lined up. So we got a lot lined up. We're going to keep lining stuff up. Uh, I've asked them if they want to do it this way, and you know they're skeptical because we were so close to actually sitting with them. So we'll we'll work it out. We'll we'll definitely get it figured out. Yeah. Just things to look forward to once the pandemic ends. Coming up on the end of another Wednesday night makes me a little bit sad, Joel TV. 
Oh, I think it's sad. But we'll be back next Wednesday night. Uh, we'll have a guest in hand. Now it's going to be Evan Horn because God only knows it's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> but we'll have somebody great. And, of course, uh, on September 1st, we have lined up Sherry Nelson from Maxim Magazine, an actress and spokesmodel and all that great stuff. So that's going to be awesome. Our good friends, uh, Jimmy Starr, the greatest podcast going. Millions and millions of listeners, Jimmy and Ron Russell, do a terrific job out there in California. Check out a show. Look it up. The Jimmy Starr Show. He is excellent. Always great guest. Check him out. Uh, that is it for us. A huge thank you to tonight's guest, Bree Taylor. Played two of her songs tonight. Uh, Burning Bridges and Drive. You can check them out on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon Music, anywhere you stream music, check out Bree Taylor. Check her out on YouTube to check out her fantastic videos. For Jeff, the Shark Perini, and Jewel Tatey, have yourselves a green evening. Remember, I can't stress it enough, don't be a douche. And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. I, like I, can't, imp I can't improvise. <laughs> I like you lean in. <laughs> Be kind oh, of people. Microphone, people. My God. <laughs> I'm mobile now. <laughs> we are going to take you out with the sounds of the one and only the awesome St. Rickets for Fire Cannot Burn. And we will catch you next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. So long, everybody. Oh, what happened?
Yeah. 